Welcome, everyone, to another installment of the BC Counselor's Legal Brief, the legal podcast that provides easy-to-understand information about estate and business planning to help you, your family, and your business. And now, the jovial gents of jurisprudence, Mike Betts and Spencer Chaffin. Hello, everyone. My name is Mike Betts. I'm sitting here with my much more handsome, much more talented partner, Spencer Chaffin. Spencer, say hello. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Mike. And uh, we're introducing our very first inaugural episode. It's the legal podcast providing easy to understand information to help you, your family, and your business. This is going to be the most exciting legal podcast, most action-packed legal podcast that any of you guys have ever heard. You'd agree, Spencer, right? Uh, so, so basically what you're saying is it's not going to be boring. It's n- n- never a dull or a boring moment. Perfect. I would agree with that 100%. Now, Spencer, that is a, an express warranty that we've given <laughs> to all of our listeners, and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disclaim it now. Uh, we're actually disclaiming that warranty. So Because okay. we don't want to be held to that standard you got all it. the time. Because we're attorneys. We're attorneys. That's exactly right. <laughs> we always need an out. Exactly. Exactly. If that's the one thing anybody takes from this, always find an out. <laughs> but uh, all, all, all joking aside, I'm really excited about, about this episode. We're going to get into some really, some really I, think, I think, helpful fundamentals that people need to understand in, in estate planning. Uh, we've got always some funny, funny stories that, that, that you'll see in, in the law. And sometimes we'll even talk about things that's not law-related, which I think that'll probably be the boring part of, this, of the show, really, Spencer. But, but it will be beneficial because it'll either be informational um, or it'll just be funny. That, 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 that's right. But, but, but really what I'm getting at, Spencer, is, I mean, if it's, not, if it's not about the law, is it really interesting? To us? No. Of course. Because we're nerds. That's right. Exactly. That's right. But that's one of the things that we're going to do. We're going to try to, we're gonna try to actually not be nerds for a moment so ordinary people can understand things that us nerds typically have a hard time explaining. So that's kind of a background into, into what we're going to try to do with this, with this show. Uh, I think it probably is important, Spencer, for us to give folks just a little bit of background about why we're here. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can tell everybody how we, how, we, how we almost our, didn't meet. That's right. I think, I think so. Uh, Mike and I met Many years ago, 2013, I would say 2013. That's right. Um, and Mike was interviewing for a position at a law firm that that I was a member of at the time, and I got to be a part of the interview process. And everyone voted to have Mike join us, but me. I was I was the only naysayer. You know, let me let me actually add a little bit of color because Spencer's being too factual here. <laughs> So I'm going to paint a picture. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to come to this new firm. It's, it's a lot of young, young, young folks, young, young attorneys. And we had a, a, a dinner at a small place in, in a town called Edmond, Oklahoma, this yep. faraway land, Oklahoma. And I came in and I saw this, this just dapper young man, eager to practice law. And I looked at him and his well-manicured beard, and I thought, this is my favorite guy. I want to be friends with this guy. I think we're going to have an incredible relationship working together. And his name was Spencer Chafin. Now, Spencer, with that background, 
explain what happened. So what happened was Mike started to introduce himself and really show his true colors. And his true colors were being genuine. And in the legal profession, there's a problem with that. Because when someone is being genuine, you always think, are they trying to get an angle? Is it really true? Well, luck would have it. They ignored my nay vote, and they hired Mike. And on top of that, they put him in the office right next to me. Well, the best thing was Mike being hired and being put in the office right next to me because we ended up becoming great friends, and obviously we ended up starting a law firm together back in 2017. The best thing that ever happened to you and to me, Spencer. Th- that, that was the first time I was wrong, <laughs> right? Because attorneys are never wrong. But that's actually, Spencer, that's the last time you've been wrong, I believe. There we so, go. Perfect. Exactly. But, uh, but, but, but seriously, this podcast uh, is, is a labor of love for, for me and Spencer. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. I love to talk. Spencer knows that I love to talk. And so we thought this would be a really great format. I think, Spencer, we're, we're, we're really we're counselors, right? So, so the, the funny thing is this was not planned um, because we tried, what, 13 different names to come up with, and they all got rejected. We, uh, were, we were in a battle, epic battle, with the state names. of Texas. The state of Texas and, and those domain names. So we had to go with some initials, B and C. We fooled them, yep. but we eventually got it. Yeah, so so we got with the name BC Counselors at Law, and the more I thought about that name, even after we we chose it, it makes perfect sense. We're not just attorneys. We're counselors. We're here to counsel our clients. You know, I, I'm 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 excited to to talk about this 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 uh, uh, case that you found because it it jogged a. a a memory of mine. So, in my in my in my past uh, former life, I actually did this very evil thing called commercial litigation. <laughs> I know it was it was it was bad. And you know what? I've got some some really funny stories that people can just laugh at me about uh, as a young attorney. And maybe one of our one of our episodes, we'll take a little bit of time to talk about that because people, especially if they saw this mug. They'd love to laugh at, laugh at me for sure. So I'll give <laughs> well, a reason to Well, you can to go to bccounselorsatlaw.com and see our mugs. We didn't take those down? We haven't taken them down. It's because you hate me, don't you? And I'm so good looking. Well, yeah, because you got more hair than me. <laughs> but, I, you know, you're going to see Spencer's beard, and here's the reality of it. He can't be, uh, grow a beard like mine. In fact, in fact, I would say if growing beards truly was like, an, like, like the NBA, I could go pro. Okay, so so this 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 legal this legal fun fact is 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 a case called Avista Management versus Wasau Underwriters Insurance. And Spencer Spencer was talking to me about it. He came across his desk. I'll let you explain it, and then it reminded me of another really cool law, uh, lawsuit. And I can't believe I said that. Uh, there's no <laughs> such thing as a cool lawsuit. At least one really great opinion from a federal judge in the great state of Texas. But go ahead, tell, you, tell us about... You just reaffirmed that we're nerds when you said a fun lawsuit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is a part in our podcast that we'll want to do 
every every episode is is a fun either legal fact or fun little legal story because you know, we're going to be talking about some serious information. So we always want to kind of lighten it up. So so I came across this case um, that that Mike referenced the Avista Management versus Wausau Underwriters Insurance, and it came out of Florida. And it, it involved discovery disputes. So discovery, uh, Mike, since you were the litigator, I, I wasn't. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I couldn't do litigation. So, so tell people what discovery is real quick. Yeah, so, so discovery is essentially that part of the lawsuit where you, you develop the facts. So, so you write questions to the other side and ask them to answer so you understand kind of what their positions are. And then you can do uh, interviews, and we call those interviews depositions. And those interviews, and that's really relevant for, for my next story, too. A deposition is where the attorney asks questions, and then you have the court reporter that's writing everything down. But discovery is we're trying to get information. And usually, attorneys, the litigators, that's the opportunity where they get into a lot of disputes because people are asked questions and they don't want to give up too much, so they fight. And then that's when a judge comes in and resolves that in this, what we call, discovery disputes. The judge issues an order. And the, what Spencer's reading is one of the orders on how the judge resolved one of those fights between the uh, two attorneys on each side. So, so this is the actual judge's ruling. And so I'm quoting this. The court will fashion a new form of alternative dispute resolution. To wit, at 4 p.m. on Friday, June 30th, 2006, counsel shall convene at a neutral site agreeable to both parties. If counsel cannot agree on a neutral site, they shall meet on the front steps of the courthouse. Each lawyer shall be entitled to be accompanied by one paralegal, more money involved right there, who shall act as an attendant and witness. At that time and location, counsel shall engage in one game of rock, paper, scissors. The winner of this engagement shall be entitled to select the location of the 30B6 deposition to be held somewhere in Hillsborough County during the period of July 11th through the 12th of 2006. So, when it comes down to it, those clients just had to pay their attorneys to go play rock, paper, scissors because they couldn't figure it out between themselves. I love it. <laughs> so see, people, law can be fun. Oh, that was it, so as much long, fun. As long as you're not paying for it, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fun. When, for those of you that are listening to this podcast, you have accepted our terms and conditions, and <laughs> we'll send you a bill. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a quick break. So that way you can hear a word from our sponsors. After those are over, we're going to come right back with some more info that will help you and your family and your business. The mission of the Grapevine Chamber of Commerce is to promote, nurture, and support local grapevine businesses. Since 1952, the Grapevine Chamber has taken an active interest in their members' success by creating a business-friendly environment, facilitating a plethora of networking opportunities, and by connecting members in need of goods and services with members who offer those goods and services. Visit our website at grapevinechamber.org and become a part of the Grapevine Chamber family today. My name is Kaya, and I'm almost a teenager. 
I have a real problem. My daddy and my grandfather love pie. For my daddy, it's apple. For my poppy, it's anything lemon. But they won't bring me any pie. I don't think that's fair. They always go to Judy Pie on Main Street in Grapevine, where Miss Judy and her bakers make 20 different kinds of pies and cinnamon rolls on the weekend. But I don't get any. They tell me I can have pie when I'm a teenager, like pie is only for grown-ups or something. Can someone please call my daddy and my poppy and tell them I need pie? In the meantime, you can go to JudyPie.com, or if you're in Grapevine, Texas, visit Judy Pie on Main Street. And if my daddy or my poppy are there, tell them that Kaya wants a piece of pie. Thank you for sticking around. We are now back providing legal info to help you, your family, and your business. Thank you, everybody, on our first go, letting us just kind of get the nerves out of our system and, and, and get shake to it know out. Us. Get see, to know us. See, we are going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to have a good time doing this, but we're also going to educate you. So We're going to well, educate you. So let, let's educate you right now. Do it. So on the rest of the episode, what we're going to talk about is estate planning. And a lot of y'all are going, what the heck is that? You know, that that's for Bill Gates and uh, Jeff Bezos now. And so when I use this, typically I'll, I'll say, you know, is estate planning for, for you? Is it for just the Rockefellers? And so I've, I've got to kind of change that because with as we get older, people are younger than us and they're not going to know what that means. So think of Jeff Bezos. Now you might not be Jeff Bezos because no one is. Actually, you know what, Spencer? I think for the youngsters in the audience, maybe, maybe we could say, like, imagine you are, are the Kardashians still important? They're still important because Kim's got millions of followers and Kylie's got millions of followers. Oh, Kylie. So, you know, Kylie, Kylie I, became, I believe she became the youngest female billionaire ever. That's So good for her. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, but but so Kylie right. Kylie Kylie that's right she's an influencer yes and 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 our youngsters know what influencers that's are that's exactly so, right so okay when it when it comes to and, and we're influencers because we have a podcast now that's right and this is gonna go viral I that's think. exactly right yeah. our kids are gonna love us once they hear this when they're older yeah that's that's right okay so, Ky- so Kylie Jenner so, so Kylie so, Jenner use that as our perfect so as our, Ky- Kylie Jenner we may, we may not be Kylie Jenners that's okay yeah. A lot of us are just regular Joes. You're a regular Joe. I'm a regular Joe. And our producer here, Pierre, regular Joe. He's putting up with us. Why would you say that? Pierre is not a regular Joe. He's hanging out with us, so he's got to be a regular Joe, right? Very reluctantly. Nobody can see him right now, but it's reluctant. He wouldn't want to hang out with us if he was, you know, Kylie Jenner. Because Kylie Jenner wouldn't want to hang out with me. Actually, the poor guy, poor guy is has, has an office near you, and you just wouldn't leave him alone till he finally agreed to do this. Right. He's like, if I'm going to have to talk with you, I'm going to make some money off of you. Yeah. I was like, done. Let's done. do it. Yeah. That's that. And incidentally, that's how we make our friends. That's exactly right. Exactly. We pay we pay people to be friends with us. That's right. <laughs> so okay, okay, so, okay, okay state planning. Yeah, so state so time. so people think oh, that that term just doesn't resonate with me because I, I I'm not I'm not wealthy I don't I don't have riches like Kylie Jenner or LeBron James well that's that's where people have that misstep is is they don't understand what the term estate planning is because that's just one of those legal terms that I'm, and and I'm guilty of this I just throw it around expecting people to understand it so so estate planning is just making sure you have something in place so so Mike I I want you to read 
because uh, I have it here for you, the definition of estate planning. And, and to preface this, I got this from, this definition is from Black's Law Dictionary. And Black's Law Dictionary is the the basically end-all, be-all legal dictionary. I, I remember first year of law school, they tell you to go buy a pocket size Black's Law Dictionary, which let me tell you all right now, there's no such thing as a pocket size legal dictionary. So, so Mike, I want you to read this verbatim so that way people can see how difficult it is to understand what this means. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the definition of estate planning as per Black's Law Dictionary, estate owner's instructions on handling estate assets at the owner's death, full disability, or legal incapacitation. So, so here's the problem with that. What the heck is a state? Like that—that's the problem with the legal world. Is we define stuff, but then we got to go find out the definition of something else. So, can you read the definition of a state from Black's Law Dictionary? An estate is the interest which anyone has in lands or in any other subject of property. So, let me break it down in the way that it should have been said from day one is, hey, when I die, my estate plan says, here's where everything that I own goes, whether that be a car, a home, a life insurance policy, a business interest. People have an estate. It might be $100, it might be $100 million, it might be in between, but everybody has an estate. And so I think that's kind of the problem that, that people don't understand is, when they hear a state, they think buku's of dollars. I've got to be a millionaire to have an estate. No, it's not true. If you've got if you've got anything, like I say, a hundred dollars to a hundred million dollars, you got to have something in place. Now, there's more simplified ways based off the um, you know the style of assets that you have and things of that nature when it comes to estate planning, but that's something you've got to have in place. So, so estate planning, we could say is 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 in in different different words uh, planning planning how your stuff is going to be handled after you die. That's exactly right. That's estate planning. That, that's estate planning. Everybody that's has so stuff. simple. Yeah, we, everybody has stuff. You have stuff, and at, at least at the time being. Now I'm 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 never going to die personally, but <laughs> okay, great. Everyone else will. You, and you and half the clients I talk with say, "If I die." Exactly right. So 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 it's it's unfortunately it's not if if we die it's it's when we die. No, seriously though, it's 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 one of those things that it's hard to come to grips with, and and uh, uh, finally, I really do understand. We all have stuff, and and we have to care about what we do with that stuff in, in, in a sense. And, and so in a way, I feel that estate planning applies to everyone. It, it absolutely does. And, and, it, and it, may, it may be more than just assets, but it's going to apply to everyone for many different ways. One, you may have a family. So how are you leaving things to your family? Or you may be a child of, of parents. If you're, do your parents have something in place? And, and that's, which is a tough topic to broach with, with your parents is, hey, mom or dad, hey, 
you're not getting any younger because I'm getting older, but do you have something in place? You know, and, and it's, we don't ever want to talk about that. We never want to talk about death or finances with our families. It's just the way that it is. That's right. But the problem with that is then you get to deal with that problem if there's not something in place. So, so with that, like Mike, who, who do you think should care about estate planning? Yeah, and and I was as you were talking, I was thinking about that. The reality is, is everyone is a bit controlling. Everyone cares. It's funny because even if you're somebody that that doesn't think that they care, I've never encountered a client that doesn't have at least one opinion on something. Like you might not care, in theory, what happens to my stuff. I'm gone, I'm gone. But then when I ask you, well, you know, the state could get it. At least in my neck of the woods, in Oklahoma and in <laughs> Texas, we don't take kindly to the government no. taking our stuff. And it's uh, funny you find an opinion. cold, dead hands. That's exactly <laughs> right. And so, and so I would answer your question by saying this. It, it matters to everyone. Estate planning matters to everyone. Estate planning applies to everyone. Everyone should care because if we really examine what we care about and if we understand what estate planning really is, and again, these are for topics later on where we talk about the the inner workings of, of estate planning. So people, because this applies to everyone, everyone needs to know this, but it's very difficult. The law is, is, is just, to the Black's Law Dictionary definition, the law is drafted in ways that ordinary people can't understand it. And because we are masochists, we tortured ourselves into going to law school to understand this. And that's the value we bring to people to help them know. And once we tell them about the inner workings, we learn that, you know what, actually, I don't want the government to get what I have. I do care a little bit. I, I do care about these people in in the family getting it a certain way and so 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 because we are control freaks all of us in our nature absolutely and we all have opinions to some extent it applies to everyone in in my view do, do you agree i 100 percent agree and it, it is important because you know the and, and we'll talk about this more in another episode i believe it'll actually be our next episode but Without estate planning, you do risk the issue of the state coming in and receiving it or 100% the state controlling where everything goes. Or say you're incapacitated. Who's going to care for you? You know, the state gets to choose that. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't know who this state guy is. I probably won't like him, but I... I don't get to choose because I won't get to meet them. My family will. That's right. So it's just a way of making sure your wishes are in place for you, but also most importantly for your family. That's right. Because without it, you, you're leaving your family without a roadmap, so to speak, and it's going to cause some grief, some heartache, and a bunch of headache. So, so, so everyone, so everyone should care. Summarize the takeaway I think for, for everybody listening is everyone should care and everyone should take the time to think about it. And that's the first point that we need to make in, in, in the, the concept of estate planning. So we're going to then start going into some of these different paths 
And we're going to start that in our next episode. Uh, when are we doing these episodes? I mean, I think the demand is going to be huge, and we might have to up our game. But, but what's but, the plan? You know, I, I think what what we've discussed is we'll, we're going to do uh, uh, an episode a month. Okay. But if we get the demand, Mike, we got to give the people what they want. And so if that means we got to pick it up and maybe do two a month, who knows? Maybe we could be Joe Rogan and make uh, what, what was it, a hundred million dollars? Oh yeah. Oh, well, you'll get fifty, and I'll get fifty, and I, I guess that's okay. It's I a, guess it's that's a, it's a, you, yeah. you know what? Since since I'm a little prettier, I'll give you sixty, and I'll take forty. That's that way, a, you can go buy some hair. Ooh, yes, a system. <laughs> you know, they call them systems. I'm oh. not gonna lie to you. I I I've been up late at night, and the commercials, hair club for men, come on, and. I've I've explored it. I've looked at the different systems. Mike, you look you really look dapper. Hey, with, with without the hair. You know what I did? You know what I did? Uh, Pierre, 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 agrees. Pierre agrees. Yeah, he does. He does. He and I. He and I. We we we've taken our fate in our, into our own hands, and guys, and and we're gonna wrap this up. But I, I think it's important for everybody to know this so they know who I am. I was holding on to my hair hard. I had you know that thin hair that. Everybody looks at you and they're like, what's that guy doing? I'll tell you what I was doing. I was holding on to a past. I learned something called sunk costs when I was in college at the University of Oklahoma. And I, I, didn't, I didn't remember those lessons. And my hair was a sunk cost. And so I took my fate in my hands. And Spencer, I shaved it all off. And I feel like I look a whole lot like The Rock. And, and, and I, I no, no, feel... No, 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 no. The Rock looks a whole lot like you. That's very nice. That's very well said. And so, so on that, on that, on that bombshell that I, the Rock looks just like me. Uh, I think we can we can wrap this one up. Put this first episode in the can. Yeah. So, so on episode two, we're going to uh, talk about what options you have when it comes to estate planning. So we'll dive a little bit more into that because it's not like I said, it's not cookie cutter. You've got choices. And so, so you know, Mike, you, you found a, a funny little proverb or, or saying. It says, for tomorrow belongs to the people who prepare for it today. And that's what we're going to talk about next episode is what you can do to prepare for tomorrow today. Excellent. That, that is a good, that's a, that's a really good contribution that I made. There you go. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. Perfect. So with, with that note, Mike, I... I think this was a success. We, we got Pierre laughing, maybe in tears. Um, hopefully we got the listeners laughing, but most importantly, we hope the listeners that y'all learned something from us today. It may be that there was a case that dealt with rock, paper, scissors, but hopefully it was about that topic of estate planning and does this affect me? And we hope you took away that. Yes, it does. Yep. So come back for the next installment. We'll talk about what options you got for you when it comes to estate planning. Thanks, Spencer. Till next time. Till next time, everyone. And that brings us to the end of another show. For more information on today's topic or previous show topics, please visit our website at bccounselorsatlaw.com. While there, feel free to let us know what future topics you'd like for us to cover. On behalf of Spencer Chafin, this is Mike Betts, and we thank you for listening.